You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. All right, in a newly unveiled African strategy, the United States says it will support an arsenal of democratic weapons ranging from investigative journalism to independent corps, uh, courts in an attempt to counteract the harmful activities of Russia and China on the African continent. Uh, to talk more about all of this, Elliot Tepper with us, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University, and with us now. Elliot, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Oh, thank you, Scott. And same to you. So, Elliot, is this about combating uh, China's Belt and Road Initiative, which is, from what I understand, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is is building infrastructure in in Africa, which, of course, they cannot pay for. So then you just assume control over this. Is this to is this to strategize against that? Yes. And of course, that's not merely in Africa, but uh, it stretches all the way through Europe so that all roads and indeed all routers in the future will lead to Beijing, a trillion dollar program, which they say is strictly not for politics, it's just for economics. But of course, it's to, uh, it's a key element in Xi Jinping's goal to emerge as the world's dominant power. In Africa, I think uh, the West and the US in particular, you know, really are playing catch up. Uh, it's not been noticed that China and Russia are making major inroads there. This is an attempt to counter that influence. And of course, it comes at a time of heightened concerns over over China and its role, and particularly, of course, Taiwan, but also in the world. Is this too little too late, or is it never too late? And I guess the beneficiary will be Africa. Yes, one of the, the primary message here is that we've not taken you as seriously, I'm paraphrasing what they're saying, mm-hmm. we haven't taken you as seriously as we should, and we were paternalistic. We're here to listen and we're here to open up cooperative programs with you based on, our, on your needs, not on our needs. But uh, it is really starting behind because China has been the busy there. Russia is busy there in, a, in two different ways. One is the Wagner Group, uh, mercenaries, which are clearly just an arm of the Russian state uh, with plausible deniability, have been playing a fighting role there, uh, helping shift the power balances in a couple of different states and doing so in a very brutal fashion. But beyond that, of course, the Ukraine uh, war, the attack, unprovoked attack on Ukraine has led to a, a, a food crisis, a food insecurity crisis mm. for Africa in particular. It's, uh, the uh, West is there now saying, and the Blinken is there now saying, well, we understand that. But the reality is that Russia really does have the ability, and they're using it to choke off supplies of food to Africa, and Africa is suffering as a result. How, uh, how is Russia and China reacting to this, uh, this ambition from the United States? I suspect they're not paying a lot of attention to it. Their attention, after all, is riveted elsewhere. Uh, they will notice it. Uh, it's, this is, um, should, we should add on to this. This is only one part of what the U.S. is now doing. The U.S., uh, under Joe Biden, held a major conference not long ago saying that we are going to set up an infrastructure alternative to the Belt and Road, and it's going to be so much better because we are not going to put you into a debt trap, and we are going to work with you in all kinds of ways, which uh, the, the Chinese and the Russians haven't been able to do, but particularly the Chinese. So this is really a follow-up to a broader framework of supporting infrastructure needs in Africa and elsewhere. 
All right. Uh, regarding Taiwan, uh, apparently the military drills continue. These started after the visit of Nancy Pelosi, the U.S. House Speaker and such. Um, it, 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 Taiwan is warning this is showing their ambition. Um, how, how concerned are you about this activity ongoing? Well, this is a, a global flashpoint, uh, something where an, an accident or uh, somebody running into somebody. This is a flashpoint where things could really get out of hand and lead to great power competition. And these are nuclear armed powers, China and the U.S. in particular, of course. So uh, I'm very concerned about what's going on there. The democratic Taiwan is paying the cost of China's ambition. But most importantly, what we see now, and Africa can see this, and the Southeast Asian states of ASEAN can see this, this is how Xi Jinping chooses to announce what kind of role, how they plan to become a global superpower. They are a superpower. How are they going to demonstrate that? Now, what they're doing is demonstrating it in this, in this uh, military fashion. Uh, that's going to give a lot of places pause, having perhaps seen earlier, going back to your Africa story, that they were a benign influence. Peaceable rise was actually the slogan of the predecessor uh, governments or the PRCs, uh, the Communist Party's uh, control over China, peaceable rise, hide your strength, bide your time. None of that's happening. Xi Jinping is proving to be an aggressive um, pursuer of traditional kind of empire building activities. Uh, the other states, Africa included, will have to take note of this. But of course, the states closest by uh, China in particular have to take note of it. Taiwan is a democratic place. It's our ally. They are being brutalized. This is perhaps, as they are saying, a prelude to an actual invasion to take over. And keep in mind uh, something not getting a lot of attention, that Taiwan is the world's leading chip maker, microchips, yeah. the things that make everything work. Uh, one estimate is 95%, Scott, of the advanced microchips in the world are made in Taiwan. And the head of the mm. company there said, if China tries to take us over, it will actually destroy our business. They can't just come in and take it over. But who knows? Maybe that's what one of the main motivators is for Xi Jinping. It has to be. Elliot Tepper, emeritus professor, political science, Carleton University, talking about world politics and uh, where we are today. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for your time. Be well. And same to you, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.